Ever feel like you've got to get your should together? Is your should about to hit the fan? Have you been sitting in your shoulds for most of your life wondering if you could be more, see more, or do more? Welcome to Shut the Should Up with Candace Payne and Jenny Randall. We're both authors and speakers who want to stomp out your flaming bag of should. With a whole lot of faith, together, let's sort through the pain, purpose, and promise to find freedom in the things we tell ourselves we should and should not do. Because there's so much more in you. What in the COVID is going on in this episode of Shut the Shit Up with Candace Payne and Jenny Randall? We are attempting to find some freedom as we ease in and talk about this current pandemic and political season. So will you just share this episode with your friends and let's get started. Yes. Welcome. Happy Monday. We record on Mondays, every Monday on Facebook Live here at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. You can see our recording or you're going to be able to hear us on the audio recordings wherever you listen to podcasts. But if you're joining us today, we encourage you go ahead, share your comments with us in the comment section. We're going to be looking at those throughout the show. And if you're just listening to this on any platform that you're on right now, we encourage you to join us because we've got some special games planned. We've got Got some things that are going to be um, appetizing for your visual self um, also as well for your audio self. So without further ado, we're going to start off the show the way that we love to do, which is just by having some fun. So if you'll join us, we're going to play a special game. A special game. One we've never, ever played. Oh, a special game. Get ready. I don't think I'm ever ready. I'm never ready for these special (laughs) games. My goodness. (laughs) They change all the time because they're a special game. Otherwise, our jingle would be a lie. I mean, we we can't do the same game. It would be a same game. (laughs) One we always, always play. You know, we got to be shaking things up. Shaking and, and baking this morning. All right. Jenny, I was entrusted with the task of coming up with our game today. And mm-hmm. I'm, I've been inspired by the old TV show, Name That Tune. Do you remember watching that show? Did you ever do that as a kid? No. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. But I know what you're talking about. Okay, good. Well, in a musical family, we watched it all the time. And they've actually revamped the show. Now I've been watching it with my kids. And my, my 10-year-old, the youngest out of all of us, schools us on all these songs. The other day, he was singing something by... Um, an artist, number one, I hadn't even heard of, and he knew all the the lyrics. And I'm sitting there looking at him going, where are you exposed to this music? Where? What is happening? You know, you feel like you're parenting uh, not so well in those moments. And you're like, "Uh, wait a minute, I'm not aware of everything that my child's doing. And they're only 10. That shouldn't happen for a few more years. So. Oh, oh. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to mix some elements from Name That Tune with really just something that would be unique for our followers and and listeners of this show, because we do respect that there's a lot of people that they're not seeing what we're seeing and they're audio only listeners. And then we do also want to engage the people that are watching our recording of the podcast, because that's half the fun too. So what I've decided to do is I asked you to do some work before we got on air today. And I wanted you to print a couple of images. And here's what we're going to do. You're going to say a simple phrase, and I I have a couple of images as well to play with you. And I'm going to say, I can describe this image to you in six words. Okay. And it's only one word descriptors every time. And if you think, I don't know. I'm feeling lucky. I get, I bet you I can guess what that is in five words. Say Candace, I bet you can do it in five. And then if I feel like I can go lower, you know, um, I, there's really no consequences other than you're just a loser, but I love the competition <laughs> and I love exactly. winning. So exactly. I am prepared. <laughs> exactly. It just feeds into our competitive nature. So yeah. I have the first image. I'm going to go first. And Jenny, I'm looking at this image that you do not see right now. I'll show it at the end to let you know if you got it right. But I, I bet you, you could get what this is in five words. All right. My brain is feeling slow, so I kind of want to ease in. But I, I feel like I could do four. You feel like you could do four? Yeah. Let's do four. 
Okay. okay. I'm going to resort to that. Okay. Let's do four. I got this. And guys, here's your first word. Give me here's clue. your first word. Cut paper. Do I try to guess now? Yes. Try to guess. Uh, newspaper. No. Okay. Okay. Second word. We've got four words, right? Yes. Okay. Second word. Binding. Uh, a book? No. No. Third word. Click. Oh my gosh. Binding paper, paper and click. Click. Um, I don't know. I need the last word. Last word. Okay, here it goes. Swing line. Swing line. Oh my gosh. Jenny. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, um, okay, people are helping me in the comments and I love you guys for this. A quilt. <laughs> A what? A quilt. A quilt? A stapler. A stapler. Stapler. A stapler. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stapler. Okay, your turn. Your turn. Gosh. All right. I don't know. Someone said quilt. I I needed help, and they they help. They're helping. They're helpers. Thank you. <laughs> also, if you leave a review on our podcast, include your answers in there as well. Shameless plug for leaving reviews. Okay, okay. I have one. Um, I think I can describe this in a hundred okay. words. Oh my gosh, there's got to be Jenny. Look at you. you. Always okay. Okay, the max is ten. The max is ten. Oh, okay, I think I can do this in solid six. A solid six. I bet you I could guess it in five. I don't think you need six. I think I can do it in five. Okay. I think I even, no, I think I can reel it in. I can, I can give it to you in four and we can be successful. Okay. I'm going to challenge that. My commenter is helping you. Okay. I'm going to, well, I don't see the comments unless I go over there and look at them. So oh, I'm going to just go on pure gold magic here of my, my guessing and, and the vibe that you and I share. Our friendship is on oh, the line. Yeah. How well do we love each other and know each other? All right. I can guess it in four. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. the vibe I did not ride on. I depended on all our listeners. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, okay. First word. Florida. Is it a crocodile? You can get it in one word. Yes. Yes. yes! What the... Yes, this is the thing dreams are made of. Live dreams are made of. Prophesy. Okay, that's not a prophetic okay. word. Next. I've got my re I've got my second image ready. You ready? All right, I'm ready. I Just bet you you can swing line. I yes. Think you Somebody in the comments says she's too young to know what a swing line is. I agree. <laughs> that is no help whatsoever. <laughs> I'll take any compliment that says I'm too young to know something. So take it, Jenny. Take it. You are too young to understand and know. And remember, you weren't there. You weren't there. Okay. Well, I have my next image. And this is my last image because we each have two for this segment. Oh, and yeah. I, I'm, I don't know. This one might be a little bit more difficult. So I'm going to give you seven words. I'm getting so excited since we were so successful. I'm going to say three. <laughs> You're, wait, you said three? Yeah, and I'm aggressively cheating in the comments. I mean, I feel like they're on my team. It's not cheating. But I just I'm told you this friend. was going to be hard. Yeah, but I was like, do better, Candace. <laughs> Jenny. You people leave a comment on your Instagram account? Do better. That's they what better I'm not leave a comment on my Instagram. Not on yours personally, but that's like, a thing. that's like a thing we shouldn't be saying. Exactly. Moment. Let's do better, Candace. Three. Well, okay. Here's what I'm a little frustrated with right now. I said it's going to be difficult to get this one, and then I gave you a generous dose of seven words, and you go, eh, three. Okay. I'm just saying you reap what you sow right now. That's all I'm saying. Are we ready? I, feel about this. I was about to say, you probably feel like you're going to live in regret. Okay. Here's your first word actor. Oh, you know, I don't know names of people. I told you this is going to be a little bit more difficult. And, and I said, go on our vibe. And here you are, Nancy and around. And you go, why three. would you even set me up for that? You know, I worked in the entertainment industry and they'd be how? like, find a shot of Tom Hanks. And I'd be like, who again? I don't know people. I, how did I oh. not set you up for this? How is this on me, Jenny? 
This isn't on me. Okay, I actor. told you you were Jim aggressive. Carrey. Jim Carrey. No. Okay. So you ready oh. for the second out of only three that I get? Yeah. Good yeah. lord. Okay. And that's not my word. So the first word was actor. Second word. Here it goes. Splash. It must be a movie or something. Oh, um, um, <laughs> that lady with the red hair. Um, like, uh, was Bette Midler in Splash? I feel it. I'm so smart right now. Did you just ask me if Bette Midler was in Splash? You know, I don't know. Thing. What is Splash? Um, um, so, wait, everyone's saying Tom Hanks. You guys, did I get it right earlier? Is it Tom Hanks? <laughs> Because you always mention Tom Hanks and you don't know who he is. Wait, did you hear me tell everyone that story when we started this segment? Yes. And I was like, well, you're not guessing it. it. You're just saying it. So I needed it to be an official guess. Thank you, commenters. Good Lord. My my final clue was going to be big. Could you have not gotten it in big? Big? I would have gotten it if you said big. Let me see his picture again. Okay. He's so cute. He's a national treasure, just by the way. Look okay. at him. Wonderful. Who doesn't love him? Okay. All right. Your turn. And then this special game is going to be <sighs> specially over. That's so all I'm nervous. saying. I got it in two. Thank you, you friends. You did. You did with the internet's help. Okay. What? <laughs> You're just Googling everything. See, I could go far in life. I could, yeah, people are like, Jenny got it in less than one word. How successful? You did. You? There is a okay. lot of respect um, that needs to be given to you right now. How I have do we, to, how do we okay. honor you in this moment? We should just slowly ignore everything I'm saying. Okay, I got, okay, I can give this to you. Okay. Um, uh, I'm on the fence of which one I, I'll do this one. No, I'll do this one. I can give this to you in... I'm nervous. I don't know. How do you describe something so obvious? Um, that scares me. That yeah. scares me. I'm going to give this one to you in ten, five words. Five words. Five words. I'm going to take four. I think I can get it in four. Okay. Now that I'm thinking of how I'm going to describe it, I think you can get it in two. Okay. Remember I'm last time. That. That that's a, that's reasonable. Go for it. You get two words to tell me. Let's go. Okay. I'm so excellent at this game. Oh, Camping. Camping. Um, s'mores. No. Okay. Okay. What's the second word? I only Toasty. got one more chance. What was it? Toasty. Fire. Yes. Yes. yes! Yes. How do how do you not love a special game? How do you so not love a special game? Oh, it's so good. But it's, we can't stay playing games all day. We got to get to the headlines. Headlines. It's not the full story. It's just the headlines. <laughs> this happening. New so, segment alert. We got a new segment, new jingle. New yeah. My son we, came home. Yes. Tell school. me about it. I'm going to tell you about it. My son came home from school mm -hmm. and he's like, mom, we take this class called life skills. And I'm like, okay. oh, I hope they teach you how to pay taxes and like do your mortgage <laughs> and all that. And he's like, no, they taught us how news is misleading. And oh. I know that when I see a toy commercial, they're just trying to get me to buy it. So they're telling me all this false information. And he went on and on and on. Good so, for him. Good for him. This is a lesson adults need as well in advertising. <laughs> well, we, we, we dreamed up this segment because, you know, with all the things that we're so worried about today in today's world, uh, real news, fake news, new, no news. I'm just telling you. We wanted to just give you the headlines and let's come to our own conclusion. <laughs> yeah. So this excited. section is brand new. What we're going to do every time we play headlines is we're just going to pull some headlines uh, before we get on the show that's been within the past week or seven to 10 days. So these are actual headlines that we found and we refuse to fully click on it and read the full story. So we're just going to surmise what we think it might be about. And, and it's all for fun and kicks and grins. So, Jenny, I've pulled yours up. Let's read your first headline. Read okay. it for us. 
The Huff Post reports naked fugitive rescued from crocodile infested mangroves by fishermen. Okay. Okay. Wow. Um, so this is real. This is real. I, I would say first impression is this. This is my worst fear is being rescued, being naked. I mean, that's just, I got to be honest with you. That alone right there is if there's ever a headline about me in my life that says naked, anything rescued from, I don't <laughs> even care what I was rescued from. Just the fact that I'm naked. I mean, people are going to be like, wow. And, and I'm just going to say the sensors are going to have a hard time blurring stuff. They're going <laughs> to be like, what are we blurring in this photo? What part is that that's dangling there? We don't know. We yeah. don't know. That's a real headline. What was your thoughts about that when you pulled that one for today? Uh, I just thought it was absolutely ridiculous. And everyone, like, why? There's so much going on in it. Well, and it's infested with crocodiles. So, yeah, that's that's a problem being naked. I'm just saying. It. Imagine being that fisherman. <laughs> and you think you're saving somebody and then you come to find out he's a fugitive. Like, and there's so naked. many layers. You're Man. trying to do good in the world and you're just rescuing or yeah. murder whoever it may be. I mean, oh, we should I mean, still rescue. I mean, whatever. Next. Ex exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, here's mine. Here's mine. Soap opera actor finds Python slithering on his home's toilet. It's a real headline. That's this a real literally, headline. literally my son has anxiety because our husband told him that snakes can come out of the toilet and that's all he thinks Why about. Just, I will not tell him this headline, obviously. <laughs> That'll just, but to see that, uh-uh. Well, here's why, why do we need to include that it's a soap opera actor? Like, well, are now we I just to... automatically, like, way more. Respectful. It's more dramatic. Like, like now I have more... music in my head that swells yeah. at this moment when I imagine it happening. All right, Jay, yeah. this is your next one. Read it for us. The headline. Okay. This one, um, this company is looking for someone to binge watch Netflix, eat pizza. <laughs> Yes. That's literally, I will take that full-time job right now. Yeah. If, if you've had a hard time in 2020 and you're still looking for work, this is the headline for you. This, this is hands down the headline. Some of y'all are mad that we didn't cite it right now. I don't care. It's really out there. Google it and find it and tell us how it goes. All right. Yeah. Apply for this that is job. a next headline. Cat reunited with owner. After 11 days in airport ceiling. Let's think about that for a second. Let's think like, about that for a second. Yeah. At some point, a cat got loose from the owner and then escaped so cat-like with its reflexes that it climbed its way up to the ceiling and somehow, like John McClane from Die Hard was in the air ducts, I imagine, just yeah. walking around, plotting to kill terrorists, about to walk on some broken glass when nobody's there, probably finding snacks in the local eateries in the airport. 11 days. How did it survive 11 days? And who oh, was the lucky oh, guy I that was like, <laughs> that heard that? And they were like, where's yeah. that? Where's that? that from the ceiling <laughs> and how did you hear that over the planes <laughs> that's just it's, it's, it's too many layers all right your last headline let's go for it read it to us oh this is not advice i advise but this is the headline instead <laughs> of throwing out your christmas tree why not eat it <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, listen, honey, we got two options here. Let's get rid of this tree, just put it out on the curb, or we can eat it for dinner. What would you like? Let me just cook it up real fast. You said, honey, we got two options. Two options. I'm going to want you to pick one for me because I can't make it. Clearly, it makes common sense to do either one of both. I like started reading the article. Like, are they serious? And they were serious. But I'm not. Don't do it, guys. What in the world? Well, at least you might have an interesting effect in the toilet and it might ward off the pythons. So oh. who knows? Who knows? All right. Last one. And this one I had to bring up. Um, no pants subway ride canceled for 2021 due to COVID-19. 
Does um, that mean they used to have? They could wear pants, no pants before? I believe this is an, I, now I know something about this one a little bit, not because I clicked through, but because I, I have actually heard about this in Dallas even. There's multiple cities that come together for a no pants sub day, subway day. And what they do is it's, it's like an art installation almost. And they go in their underwear on a public transit ride for uh, this special day. And to be quite honest, I'm glad for this part of cancel culture right now. I felt like this is what needed to be canceled today. Yeah. I, I don't want to see people in their underwear on a public trans transit situation, knowing that the only thing between their sweet cheeks and the seat <laughs> is a thin piece of cloth. And Lord help me if they're wearing a thong, Lord help oh. us all. Ugh. Let's, let's just not even imagine that. Let's, let's not, wow. let's not even imagine that. I think <clears throat> I'm going to get hives if I continue to do that. So we won't do that anymore. As a matter of fact, I think it's time that we move on. Come on now. What do we say? We said what? We got a lot to say. Today's episode is actually titled, What in the COVID is Going On? And Jenny and I were discussing what we wanted to talk about today and do a standalone kind of episode in the beginning of this new year and catch up with just honestly our lives, just try to figure out what is happening because uh, we plan out our shows. We actually put them together in advance and in the middle of 2020, we had already kind of planned out a lot of our season. And so we didn't intentionally address a lot of the things that were going on with the pandemic. We did a bonus kind of episode and, and something like that. Maybe we would interject every now and then, you know, Hey, we're not void of realizing what's happening on in our world, but we did have very narrow topics that kind of didn't lend ourselves to just talk and just talk with our listeners and our people about what is going on. So we thought we're going to start off this year and we're just going to have an episode where we talk about some of the things that either we've had that have been little victories, um, some things that may have been losses, and some things that we are currently still just struggling through. And it may be a lot like you that's watching and listening right now. What in the COVID is going on, Jenny? What in the COVID is going on? You know what song keeps playing in my head? It's the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> it's like the theme song. And I'm not saying it's the end of the world as we know it. Everyone like get in your bunkers. But yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, there's so much heavy stuff happening. It's like my friends will be like, how are you doing? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I just I'm compartmentalizing everything. How are you doing? Like I, I, I can't show up for it all. I don't know how you're doing, Candace. You know, I through all the emotions. I'm such a movie lover that when I thought of the words quarantine or pandemic, I thought it was like zombies were going to be in the picture somehow. Um, I thought maybe we were going to have people in the 2319 yellow Monsters, Inc., you know, child detection agency uniforms walking around, you know, and, and I really didn't feel like quarantine would be sitting at home with my family, baking bread, making whipped coffee and, uh, watching a whole bunch of Netflix and, and movies and, and crocheting my life away. Um, it, it just, it felt so ominous and so scary. And to a lot of people, I'm not trying to dumb down this moment and make it feel like it wasn't. To a lot of people, it really has been ominous and very scary and full of fear, um, full of yeah. things that make you just go, what in the world is going on? Um, but it also had like this surprisingly different feel than I would have ever imagined a pandemic would have felt like. You know, I'm finding myself looking at memes online and and being like, oh, that's the only thing that can give me comfort today. You know, <laughs> that's my only human interaction and giggle is to have a dark sense of humor in this moment, you know. And yeah. um, and that probably speaks a little bit to my Enneagram 7 that likes to do escapism and avoiding the, the truth and what reality really is. But to be honest, Jenny, this pandemic and um, this past year, I'd say out of all the things that it's really done for me. It's been truth telling and it's been character revealing for me. Very much so. What about are you, you? Are you gonna expand on that or just leave me on a cliff hanging? Well, what is she speaking of? 
we how long is our show? I mean, I feel like we could we could go on forever, but I'm I, if I had yeah. to surmise it, um, for me, I was able to have a slowdown because live events were canceled. You know, um, yeah. we don't want these super spreader events where we're gathering in large groups and and continuing to perpetuate the virus. But so so being somebody that does live events and travels a lot, my work was come came to a complete stop and halt. Um, and there was a double sided coin to that. I mean, part of me was like, oh, I've got to shift and pivot and try to figure out how to be successful and and be a business owner in the middle of this pandemic and an entrepreneur. A lot of people don't think of uh, speakers and authors and stuff like that as as business owners and as small business owners as that, but that's really what we are in a weird way. Our products are much different than a handcrafted candle, but we, we still were very much so going, how am I going to monetize anything in this season? You know, and what feels right to even try to monetize knowing that I'm somebody that brings hope and somebody that brings joy to people. Uh, Do I want to peddle that for dollars in this time? Or do I want to give that for free? Because it's, valuable to all of us. So there was part of me there that was just being creative in how I did business. But then there's also um, the other side of the coin was something that I'd lacked that I felt like I was given as a gift. And I know that's hard to say in a time where really people feel as though it's been all bad. But uh, to me, it's actually was really revealing just the joy that I was missing and lacking by being home as much it's kind of reprioritized how much I do want to travel when things get back to uh, the traveling kind of pace that we were used yeah. to. Uh, it's made me reevaluate the importance of the things I do when I'm home, not just by being home, but what I'm doing when I'm home with my family, you know, um, mm-hmm. the intentionality I take. I mean, we, we really could talk about this for hours and I still feel like I'm learning even every single day that I wake up. But this past year has been just, its if anything, it's been revealing to me of some areas that I either needed to grow in, some things that I needed to embrace, and it was revealing to me of some things that I needed to let go of, you know? Yeah. 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 Similar. Yeah. Uh, people in the comments are agreeing as well. Um, I think it's similar in a lot of ways. Um, the first day we're all in quarantine, I like I did yoga with the kids and yeah. like we did all these things and then we never did it again. So yeah. my intention, I was like, I'm going to crush this quarantine thing. And exactly. Um, that didn't happen the way I had imagined, but right. like letting go of those expectations of like, this is what it has to look like. I think, um, yeah. Yeah. I big. think like having grace, like there's so much grace in this season mm-hmm. to show up. Um, how we need to, what's best for our family and what that looks like. And it looks different for everybody. Um, Yes. Yes. So that's the thing. There's, there's extreme reactions on both sides. And now I'm talking politics very daintily. daintily. There's extreme reactions on both sides. And it's like, how, how do you navigate it? Um, And I found in talking to friends and other people, like it's, First of all, if you're watching news all the time, that's just going to that's going to lead you to anxiety. If you're watching like one source of news all the time and it's like I don't know. So it's been for me, it's been okay, what is producing anxiety in me and what do I need to stop and like reevaluate and like go of and um obviously you can't ignore the political climate or the fact that there's a pandemic, but trying to show up for the emotions that you need to show up for and then just ignore the rest. Obviously I'm an expert guys. So really take that to heart. Um, <laughs> you said obviously I'm an expert. Right. Right. You come to us because we're really solid and experts on everything we do. I got this down. Got it. Um, Nailed it. But you I know what, Jenny, I'm just going to interrupt you for just a second. This, yeah. this thing yeah. about news, I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth. Um, I, I have a family member that they had the news on the entire day and um, that's how they were spending their days. And I watched the wherewithal of their sanity disappear. And I'm not being, I'm not being exaggerative or that's probably not a real word, but I don't care. I'm going to use it. Um, And, and I, and I'm not really trying to blow this out of proportion, but um, there's something that happens to you when you just take in a whole bunch of negativity or a whole lot of 
ideas that are repetitive and cyclical in the nature. And that's what really news is. You can watch and gain all the information you need to within about 15 to 30 minutes. And then mm -hmm. if you keep it on after that, it's just cycling through different opinions about what was said for every 15 to 30 minutes. Yeah. And, and there's an agenda I, behind it for sure. Yeah, there is. And, and an opinion attached to yeah. it. But I will say this, this has nothing to do with political or news, what I'm about to say, it's just something that I've actually written about before 2020 even happened. You know, there are actually neuropathways in your brain that you think and respond a certain way so many times that they, they become like little tracks that, that, that smooth out. And it's easier for you to believe and think like that. And when we are um, trying to change our beliefs, when we're trying to change the way that we think about something, it's almost as though we were in a dense forest with a machete trying to just forage our way through a new place. And we've got to get the leaves and go through a new ground. Same thing with the neural pathways in our brain. It's really, really difficult for us to make those new thoughts, make those new conclusions and actually change behaviors. And yeah. I will say this, that if you're doing anything repetitive in your day-to-day -day life that is causing you to just go through the same motions and the same tracks, it, it's unhealthy. It's just an unhealthy thing. And I've, I've talked long about if you want to preserve your joy, you have to preserve your thoughts. That's, yeah. that's just hand in hand. If you want to preserve your joy, and I could even say this year has, has really been truth-telling to how I preserve my peace and how I preserve my hope. It's, it's by the things that I think about. And, you know, there's tons of biblical stories that kind of align the reason why I feel like that even. Um, but this is the we said what section. So if we really want to jump into that, we can go on into he said what, and maybe get to talking about that a little bit more. I think it kind of lends to that right now. What are you feeling? Um, I think, yeah, we can move into that. Or did you want to do our one sentence thing or should we just transition to the next thing? Oh, I do want to do the one sentence thing. See, this Let's is the here a little bit longer. Yeah. Let's do it. This I'm is the joy of us doing that. a live recording is that you get to see our processes too. So we had planned on doing um, something where we finish this sentence. So I'm going to try to ask you this first, Jenny. Um, what's hard to trust in this season right now for you? Because I feel like if anything, 2020 and 2021, even the little that we've had of it already, it's, it's deteriorating what we've normally put our trust in. So what's hard to trust right now? Um. I want to give disclaimers, but that's not what this segment's about. So for me right okay. now, it's hard for me to trust my feelings. Mm. <laughs> but ouch. I oh, ouch. I eat my feelings. That's why I don't trust them too. <laughs> well, it's true. Like we're it's doing true. a, a fast with our church and I'll yeah. like, begin to feel anxious about something and I'll want to go grab food or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, Daniel would never grab food in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And, I yeah. mean, we'll talk about learning to rely on God. Obviously that's the solution to all of this, but yeah, right. my feelings, cause they aren't often mm. accurate. Okay. Mm. How about you? What is hard for you to trust in this season? And if you don't want to answer this, you can say pass and I'll go to the next one. What is, no. and guys, everyone listening, we want you to reflect on this too. This isn't just us yes. filling space. We want you to genuinely think about this. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. What is hard for you to trust in this season for your family? Uh, plans being made. Oh. I, I'm just going to say the obvious. Yeah. I mean, like. I want, I, I mean, I have right now a couple of contracts with different um, either organizations or companies or churches that have invited me to speak and I just got to hold them loosely. I can't trust that that event's going to go through, you know, um, and because I can't trust that, I don't know that I'm going to have the money to be able to put <laughs> in my bank to pay certain bills either. So, I mean, it's like a cause and effect. It's, yeah. it's like this, this idea of you've got to not necessarily put your trust in that um, so you've got to, you've got to pivot and think of some different things and, um, and creative ways, you know, to, to kind of move ahead. But I'm just going to say just plans in general for my family. Um, what I can do and what I can trust in is the things that I can control. And I know that, that sounds really just kind of stupid, but, 
or very obvious, not stupid. But uh, for me, you know, I can control that our family is going to have a good time and we're going to play a board game today. Yeah. You know, that we're going to mm-hmm. connect. Um, I can control the fact that I'm going to take my daughter and have some alone time with her and get her in the car and we're going to run through a drive through and get, you know, her favorite soda from Sonic and just have a couple of uh, uh, miles for us just to talk without being interrupted. You know, I mean, yeah. there's certain things that I can plan and do still, but the ones that are outside of my control, it's just really hard to trust. You know, I'll see something yeah. come in and they're like, we're doing this event and we can't wait to have you. And I'm like, so exciting. Me either. We'll see, won't we? (laughs) Yeah. So that's hard. That's hard. Um, just okay, for this last one, I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna turn this to you, Jenny. And for our listeners, I want you to listen and think of what you would respond to. What's hard to trust in this season for the year that's ahead of us that we don't know? You know, 2020 is is hindsight now. It really is. Um, but if if you're looking ahead, what's still hard to trust and say, man, that makes me really excited about this year or that this is going to happen this year. Yeah. Um, my mind is going everywhere, you know, cause the political climate will be changing and then yeah. COVID people are rolling out the shots. Um, I, I, it is hard for me to trust that it'll go back to quote unquote normal. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, is, is our world even supposed to go back to normal? So, so super generic question, but is that, is that what we're supposed to be striving for? I don't think it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like we should be learning and growing through this process at the end of the day. Yeah. We should be drastically different for the good on the other side of this. You know, I would say a lot of people at the beginning of the year, they always get these one words that they like to kind of reduce down to be what they need to to lean into and look forward to for the year. And this is my word. And um, I buy into that. I do that. You know, I like doing that. Yeah. Um, but for me, I couldn't settle on one word. I had three words and one of them was cherish. I can't trust him much this year. Right. But I can cherish things a lot more intentionally. Um, And I felt like that's what I really want to trust in is is the ability to pause and be present in moments that are slipping away. Um, Whether that be time with my aging parents or whether that be time with my preteenish kids that are turning a, a different page in their life, whether it be time with my husband that we don't get our normal date nights in restaurants and movies and we have to be creative. I want to cherish things. And then um, celebrate was the other thing. It's hard to trust that we're going to celebrate things well this year. You know, um, I feel like this Debbie Downer feeling is taking over our society. Um, And we were all so gung-ho about those parade birthday shout-outs, you know. Let me drive through and I've got (laughs) banners and balloons. But this year, are we going to do the same? Are we going to be so celebratory of the birthday that comes and goes for our bestie? Or are we going to be so celebratory for the the second year that we didn't get to spend with our family um, for Christmas? You know, I mean, these are things that I think it's hard to trust in, but we need to be intentional about looking ahead. So for me, I I also reduced down this idea that I'm going to trust in the fact that I have the ability to celebrate. It may not go back to a normal celebration, but in all honesty, I think we got a little bit freaking elaborate and we need to scale it back anyways. You know, I think it all started with pimp my ride on MTV or like my sweet 16. When we started seeing these 16 year olds have these elaborate, whatever. And I'm like, when I was 16, I got a cookie cake from the mall and I was glad about it. You know, this is where I'm sitting here thinking we need to embrace a new way of cherishing these moments and celebrating these moments in 2021. And I'm just going to be honest. It's hard to, to trust that I'll remember that every time. Yeah. So I hear what you're saying, but I just want to trace it back. And then we have to move on to the next segment that yeah. you just said the world got so extravagant because yes. Pimp Your Ride. <laughs> Moving on. I did say that. You definitely <laughs> said that. I think you've really cracked the case on this one. Well, it all started there.
here's the thing. We, we don't have all the answers and we're well aware yeah. and we're fighting to celebrate. We're fighting for the joy. We're fighting to weed through our emotions and take them to God. And we, yeah. we know he's the one that holds all the solutions to this. So if you're reflecting on the questions, what can you trust in this season? And you might have doubts surrounding it or even fear. We hope this segment really helps you um, as we lean into what the word has to say about it. Yeah, the whole reason we started this podcast was to shut the shut up. Uh, the things, the expectations that people tell us we should or shouldn't be doing. We're not putting a should on you that doesn't belong there rightfully either. But what we will share with you every single week is something that we found in our faith that kind of gives us something to anchor to and hold on to. And when we were talking about what in the COVID is going on, I just instantly was transported to remembering this passage in this Bible story that I grew up with with flannel graphs. <laughs> you know, um, I, and it's a, it's a story found in Daniel and it's basically, if you don't know this story and you want to start off someplace, it's really, really easy to catch up. Watch the VeggieTales episode with Rackshack and Benny. It's, it's a story of these three friends of Daniel that are Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. And basically they're in this, um, you know, this power struggle with Nebuchadnezzar between who they're going to worship. Are they going to worship these idols or are they going to worship the, what the king and the government has set up? Or are they going to still worship and stay true to God? And Nebuchadnezzar is this crazy king that we've, I mean, you can call him that. Like, literally, he went mad for a while in, in Daniel, if you'll read that passage, too. But this was before that time, but he was just always kind of hot-tempered, you know? He was hot or cold. I mean, it was like no in-between with this guy that we see recorded. And as a king, he just basically said, if you if you don't do this X certain thing that I've put out, then I'm going to throw you into a fiery furnace and burn you to death. <laughs> So if you don't think reading the Bible is interesting, it's quite interesting. It's, it's, it's got some Game of Thrones kind of scenes almost. Uh, and so this one right here um, was the reply from Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when the king said that he was going to throw them into the furnace if he didn't worship the idol that he'd set up. And they said, if you throw us into the hot furnace, the God we serve can save us. And if he wants to, he can save us from your power. But even if God does not save us, we want you to know, King, that we re we refuse to serve your gods. We will not worship the gold idol that you have set up. Now, Nebuchadnezzar became very angry uh, with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It's how the story goes. He gave an order then for the oven to be heated seven times hotter than it usually was. So he's like really, really jacked up that they said no. And then he commanded some of his strongest soldiers in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And he told the soldiers to throw them into this hot furnace. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were tied up. They were thrown into the hot furnace and they were wearing still their robes, their pants, their cloth caps, other clothes. And the king was so angry when he gave the command. So the soldiers quickly made the furnace very hot. There wasn't time to sit on this decision. He was like, do it now. And they were killed, the soldiers, when they got too close to the fire because the fire was so hot. But Shadrach, and Meshach, Meshach and Abednego, they fell into the fire and they still were tied up very quickly. And then here's where the story turns. The king, Nebuchadnezzar, jumped to his feet and he was surprised. And he looks to his advisors and he asks them, hey, we tied up only three men and we threw only three men into the fire. Is that right? And his advisors reply to him, yes, king, you know. And the king said, look, I see four men walking around the fire. They are not tied up and they are not burned. And the fourth man looks like an angel or some translations say that it translate angel into literally, it looks like a son of God. And so I just want us to notice a couple things about this when we're thinking about what in the COVID is going on. We're in um, a crazy time, but this one verse stood out to me, Jenny. It says, our God, he can save us if he wants to. But even if he doesn't, we want you to know that we refuse to serve your gods. You know, I feel like maybe this can happen this year. Maybe insert blank can happen this year. Maybe we can have God show up and do this miraculous thing and everybody just gets completely healed overnight. It's just like, you know, he he blows a breath of, of mighty wind from heaven and it just cures everything and we're all fine. But even if he doesn't, what are we going to stay true to in this season is really the question. What are we going to stay true to in the things that we believe and in the way that we love others and the way that we serve God, you know? Yeah. I love that so much. I mean, in my own life, I found myself saying, okay, 
whatever this horrible, like we can't go travel for Christmas. Like we had wanted, even if, mm. I mean, everybody mm-hmm. can do this with a situation, yes. even if is God still good. Even if yeah. is God still moving, even yeah. if is God still healer, even if like you can yeah. go through a list of his character traits and the answer will always be yes. If you're saying even if, and it's a biblical thing you're saying about the character of God. Yeah. He's still, he is still on the throne and he should be Lord over our lives and our decisions and all the things. So yeah, that even if statement is really powerful. Well, it's, it's for me, it's such a narrowing of my expectations. Do you know what I mean? It's you, we have to remember that God's good. I think the biggest deception that we are um, privy to as people that have faith, our biggest deception would be to minimalize, reduce down and annihilate our faith. The thing that actually makes us people that call ourselves the children of God, that that are faith-filled people. What do you think we're going to be attacked with most? Is this idea that God is not good and he cannot step in and that he doesn't care for us? Do you see what I'm saying? Like that has to be something that I am solid on in my faith that I'm like, no matter what happens, he's still able. But even if he chooses not to, I'm still loyal. Yeah. And he's still with us. Yes. Oh my goodness. In the suffering, he is still with us. He has been with us. Absolutely. Well, Uh, look at the story that we just read. It wasn't that God just said, hey, thanks for having that faith in me, y'all. Appreciate it. It was that he joined them in the fire and left them completely untouched. And this is where we forget that our God is with us. You know, that is, that is part of our faith. That is a sentiment of our faith is that we say, God will not abandon me. And if I couldn't see one common denominator that comes down to people that I've had honest conversations with that say to me, Candace, I just, I just don't believe in this fairy tale of God. I don't believe in this, this crazy book story that you're reading and that you're trying to piece all this stuff together. And I'd say, what, well, what's the biggest thing? If God, tell me the worst thing that could happen if you tried to believe this. And they're like, Psh, I don't believe that he's with me and I don't believe that he's good. Hmm. I think mm-hmm. those are always the two common things that people struggle with because they have not seen it fulfilled in their own lives. And that, I guess, is where the rub comes in. This is where we go, okay, faith is what says, I choose to believe. And I choose to see with these eyes and call them rose-colored lenses or whatever you need to. But I choose to see the good. And I choose to see that God is moving and that he is present and that he doesn't hate and he doesn't abandon. And he is love. I mean, I I choose to see that. and. um, and that's the crux of our faith, I guess, you know? It's huge. I I want to share the story, then we can move on and, and pray for the people. But sure. I um I wrote in my book that in the suffering, a lot of the times we isolate from God because we mm. ha- we ask these big, huge questions we can't wrap our head around and we don't always get the answer. And when we don't get the answer we're we're fighting or prayerfully asking for we separate from him because it hurt it it hurts it's hard yeah. it's like, why isn't he why isn't he answering me or why why doesn't it look like xyz and i think when we can let go of our expectations of how god's supposed to respond then we'll be able to and just learn to just he is here with me is that enough that should be mm-hmm. enough to carry us through the suffering to carry us through all the moments knowing he is here and he is good and then that can um, help us, you know, like you're saying, establish our faith rather than yeah. abandon it in those times. Yeah. It's so big. It's so big. I would say if um, anybody right now that's listening or that's watching along and that you're, you're feeling pretty low on your meter of being able to trust in anything good or, or rally up any faith, we want to pray for you. Because listen, we're in the boat with you. We're on the same ride together. We're feeling that anxiousness with you. And to be honest, the only thing that I know how to do is to go to the one that can that can honestly change how we feel and change how we see things and change how we um, know the truth of what the word says. So we're going to take this time and we're going to pray for you. Hey, let's pray.
Man, so good. All okay. right, Jenny, if you'll um, open us up and I'll uh, close us out. Let's pray for our friends yeah. here. Yeah, guys. And when, while you're listening, please just pray alongside us as well. Um, soak it in. Okay. God, that was weird. Um, God, <laughs> God, you're still good. Even when I'm weird. Um, no, thank you, God, for this time. Um, thank you for helping us to just refocus and reset on who you are. You are so mm -hmm. good, God. Uh, please help us if we're struggling, if we're facing how we're facing COVID within our personal lives. Um, if we have family members that are sick, God, please just constantly remind us, even if you are good, even if you are with us, Lord. And Lord, we pray for healing in the circumstances that need healing. Um, we we contend for joy in the circumstances that need joy. Hey, Lord, yeah. help us to fight for for um, your peace, your hope. Help us to fight for the things you're you're equipping us to fight for, Lord. And show us how, like, show us how to hear you and how mm -hmm. to walk in this next season uh, of politics and in this next season of 2021 and just give us wisdom and give us guidance, God, as we continue to pursue you in, in all the areas of our life, Jesus. And we thank you for it. Mm. <clears throat> God, I just say you're with us. You're with us in the yeah. fire. You're with us in the flood. You're with us in 2020. You're with us in 2021. God, you, you've not abandoned. And I know that that takes faith to trust and believe that. And even if, even if we still, we still will be loyal to know that you are good and that you are faithful. So God, um, shift our focus up to you and to your goodness and the things that you're doing. You know, your word tells us the Lord is in the heavens and does what pleases him. And you're doing some things that I just want to be aware of. And I want to join you in those things. So mm -hmm. would you lift my eyes upward and let me join you in what you're doing in Jesus name. Amen. All right, y'all. It's been good day. So take this time, shut the shut up, everybody. We will talk to y'all next week. You've been inspired to stop shitting yourself. Head over to iTunes and write a review and just give us all the stars. If there's one thing you're going to should yourself with, you should subscribe to our show so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.